On this episode of Building Your Multi-Million Dollar Practice, we're going to discuss the interest coverage ratio in depth. Hello, Peter Vesnes here. I'd like to continue our discussions about key performance indicators. Uh, and on this topic, I want to talk about the, uh, the way we measure uh, the debt-to-interest ratio. Uh, in other words, how do you look at debt on an interest coverage, okay? It's really trying to determine how easily a company can pay their interest expenses on outstanding debt. So the ratio is pretty simple. You just divide the company's earnings before interest and in taxes, or IBIT, earnings before interest and in taxes. Now that's a very important key performance indicator, IBIT. But you take it by the uh, company's actual interest expenses for the same period. So we're looking for earnings uh, before interest and in taxes. And we're going to uh, then divide that by the interest expenses. So the, the lower the ratio, the more a company is burdened by debt expense. So when a company's interest ratio coverage is only one and a half or lower, uh, it might be very questionable on their ability to cover it. Now, when does this become important? One of the things that uh, has occurred since the housing crash in 2009 was the regulations on banks towards businesses and their ability to get money, loans, became much more difficult. And it had a lot to do with both regulatory law, the diminishment of the uh, uh, economies globally, essentially. And even though interest rates were extremely low, very few companies qualified for getting debt. So that began to create a lot of very interesting types of debt financing. So one of my observations uh, when I've been in Australia, companies that have um, kind of a high turnover of, of capital. So for example, maybe it's a butcher shop uh, where they're selling fresh uh, uh, meat and fish products. Uh, uh, it'd be a fish shop, I guess, but there are a lot of fish shops in Australia. But the point is there's a high turnover uh, that uh, before they get paid uh, by some of the distributors, whether it's by from you know their distribution channels like a grocery store or other types of shops, uh, they have to obviously pay for the raw materials. And so there might be a lag between when they get paid and when they have to pay. So they're always in a negative cash flow situation. And in many cases, maybe they can't even make payroll during that time. So since the banks were unable to cover them because a company like a butcher shop doesn't have uh, assets that it can be, can be borrowed against, what has sprung up is a means of having receivables financing, cash flow receivables financing, uh, from other lending institutions. And it's become quite a hot topic. Uh, and typical rates are, uh, they're defined as like 1% a fortnight. Well, that might sound low, you know, only 1%. But 1% every two weeks essentially is an annualized 26% uh, cost of money. And, you know, if you think about that, that's up there in the top of different credit cards. And I often wondered why if you had a credit card where the, the, there's no interest charge on the first 30 days, uh, why wouldn't you just pay with the credit card on the right timing and uh, then pay it off when you got your money in since there'd be no interest? Now, again, some of this might be the people that you're purchasing it from don't take credit cards. 
But to me, it was an interesting bit of marketing that such a really, really high interest rate could be charged because of circumstances outside of the business's control. And if that company itself is in that kind of a situation where it needs that kind of capital, its uh, uh, debt to um, uh, uh, its debt ratio, the interest coverage ratio, is going to be pretty bad. Now, I'm not suggesting that companies go out of business, but I am suggesting that the companies learn how to create cash reserves. So this is a very interesting type of ratio. I think it's valuable to examine it uh, with clients that deal in product and services that have an extremely high turnover, um, where they have to pay for goods and services uh, that are billed quickly, but they might not receive payments very, very quickly. Uh, this generally isn't the case in retail. Retail stores tend to have what's called floor planning, where the supplier or a bank will finance the inventory and the company's job is just to continue to sell enough on a daily basis to cover the cost of the floor plan. But frankly, there are a lot of types of services-based businesses that may have to deal in purchase of equipment, an HVAC, plumbing, those types of things, general contractors, where really understanding how the debt ratio, the interest coverage ratio becomes valuable. At any rate, hope you enjoyed this a little bit more on understanding the complexity of key performance indicators.